0: I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. Time for, yes, another fit tip. What I say frequently about this show, one of the many reasons I love it, is that when something happens, when I read something, uh, when someone asks me something, when something's in the news, or when something happens during a workout, and I think it's important, I'm going to do a show right away about that. And that goes for today's show. And uh, that's why I'm doing a quick fit tip about it. So I'm going to talk about knowing when to say when. Not about booze, not about alcohol, but about exercise. And I've done a show similar to this, knowing when to fold them. And it just bears repeating. And it bears talking about in different ways and giving specific examples as I will today. Uh, I'm seeing lots and lots of gym injuries. Gym fails on social media. Frightening. Hey, it's pretty frightening what they're doing. And then it's just amazing to me that they're posting it. (sighs) I'm older. I'm older. Not not older as far as the exercise goes or you know uh, that type of old, but just I don't get it. I don't get it, but there's a lot of it out there. And I'm all for pushing your limits, okay? But what a big part of today's lesson is is injuries. It's injury. My job is to help you get the greatest results in the shortest amount of time with the least likelihood of injury. And that third part is the most important part. It's the most important part. And it's it's just insane to me what people do. And by the way, <laughs> let me digress just for a second. Social media is also ruining the push-up. At first, I thought it was just an isolated... Issue the one or two people I saw doing these. They're not even push-ups. I call them pulses, and but they, they've gotten worse and worse and worse. I watched someone do today for probably, I don't know, the sixth time in just a couple weeks. Different person each time, though. These horrific push-ups. I, I, even calling them a push-up because I'm such a stickler for good form is doing the push-up a disservice, but I digress. Uh, The most important part of knowing when to say when and being smart about your workouts is once you are injured, once you do something to your shoulder, to your knee, to your back, wherever it is, the likelihood that you never come back 100% is really, really high. Now, if you're a professional athlete, if you compete, then you are taking risks. That's by definition what you're doing. Someone's job, football, baseball, basketball, swimming, whatever the sport is, that person knows the risks involved. And for the layperson or the person, the fitness enthusiast, whatever you want to call it, or call them, who's working out hard, I get it too. We, listen, I push my limits too, but I know when to say when. And when you're younger, You can say when less often. As you get older, it's much more important that you know when to say when. It just is a fact of life. Okay, I have one injury. And it's from high school. It's from football. From running back a kickoff and dislocating my shoulder. The shoulder has never, never been 100%. And I'm still today doing my internal and external rotation that anyone who's hurt their shoulder, and it's many of you, know what I'm talking about. And I'm really annoyed that I have that. And that's pretty darn amazing too, given all that I have done as far as running in triathlons and adventure races and, and some pretty challenging races for many years. And I continue to do them. Ran across the Grand Canyon back twice during COVID at, you know, in my 50s but because I do everything I preach to you, the likelihood of even those crazy issues, so not even within those type of events or a football thing, but anything from sporting to activities of daily living to your recreational sports, the more you do your strength training and your cardio and your flexibility and you know your nutrition, all of that stuff, hydration, the less likely you are to get injured. All of it. All of it. But that that one issue... Plagues me to this day. And so I know darn well that I don't want to do that again. And it's not luck that I haven't. It's not luck. Okay, sure. Luck is involved in everything. And when I was really coaching a lot of people back in the day for all those different races, still to today, but, you know, really, really coaching a lot of people, I never... I never wish them good luck before a race because it's not about luck. Did they do their work or not? And they know going in, did you do your work? Did you set good goals? All right, yeah, is luck involved? Sure. Can you twist an ankle? Can you get a flat tire? Can can a spectator come? Of course. But I always, even myself, reminded myself, not the best example thanks to the doping, but Lance Armstrong, seven years in a row, an event that is as open as open can be over two weeks. Think of how many things could have gone wrong. And they didn't. So yeah, luck's involved. But you have to know when to say when. Two of the hardest things when you're a trainer, two of the hardest things are to A, learn your client's personal thresholds. How much, how hard, how far, you know, how many, how much weight, all of those things. That's why it takes time and you have to be smart and progress them. And secondly, to listen to that feedback they give you. If you're a good trainer, you're paying attention and you're trying to get inside their body, but you never quite can. Now, of course you can't. So you're listening to their, you know, explanations and talking about their aches and pains. And this feels like this here really hard. And really important. And let me digress for two seconds. I watch these trainers. One, I watch these trainers talk, 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 talk. It's not your hour. And yes, some clients obviously want some back and forth, but it's not your hour. I've literally watched trainers and clients and the client never opens their mouth once. I guarantee you that's not what the, the client wants. And you need to be listening to your client and asking How does this feel? Where do you feel, you know, that? So listening to the feedback from your client and learning those thresholds, really important because you have to help them know when to say when. All right? And so a big part of this, this is a fit tip, so I'm going to bring it home. Letting your ego go. Ego gets a lot of people hurt. And now a camera, (laughs) along with ego... It's getting even more people hurt. And listen, I am a fitness expert in lawsuits now, thanks to this. I've worked on many, continue to work on them, thanks to everything I'm talking about here and people not following it. Trainers and exercisers alike. And so you have to live to fight another day, right? When certain things, when you feel certain things, that's lifting, running, whatever you're doing. And here's my specific example from today. This is where, okay, I said, this is this is the topic today. I'm going to put aside what I wanted to talk about, planned on it, and cutting this one in. Because I want it to be fresh and and, and I want to be passionate about it, as I say frequently here. All right. So I had, just to digress, one final time, like one of the most challenging days I've had in my lifetime today in the last couple of days. So I needed a workout. I need a lot of things, but I I knew I'm going to control what I can. And I had 30 minutes and I knew I wanted to be around people. So I wasn't going to be in the home gym. Got to get out social, even though I'm out. Wasn't going to interact. Was definitely not in that frame of mind, but I wanted to be, I wanted to have that energy and be around people. I needed to be. So I went to the gym, got on the Woodway treadmill, 30 minute workout. My plan I needed some high intensity. It was a shorter workout, right? So, the shorter the workout, if you're kind of plotting these things out, oftentimes that's your interval time, right? Can't do intervals for an hour or two hours or three hours. So, five minute warm up, woodway treadmill, the non powered, the one I love, the curve. And so, five minute easy jog, one minute walk. And then my plan was to do 30 second all out sprints, 60 second recovery walk doing that up until 27 minutes and then a three minute cool down. I got to mile or mile (laughs) minute 18 felt real tightness coming on in my left glute. Pushed the next interval started the next interval. Tightness got a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. I'm done. Walked right off. Went over to the stationary bike, set up for 10 minutes, Finished my 30. Okay? No injuries. No when to say when. Could I have gotten through the next few intervals? Maybe. But I wasn't going to risk it. Not a chance. Now I'm not training for any specific race, but I'm always pushing it. And even if I was, I would have gotten off anyway. The cost was way too high, especially at 54. You don't recover. You don't repair the same way you do at 25, 35 live to fight another day. And I finished goal. Number one of the workout was to feel better. That was it. That was the goal. And truthfully at, at you know, minute 18, 19, I'd pretty much accomplished it. So I could have just stopped, but Why? Should I, I had the 10 minutes left and I know that I'll feel even better hitting that stupid 30-minute goal. And I say stupid just because it's, it's. I didn't have to do it. But there's the psychological and the physiological. And so 30-minute, done. And guess what? As I stand here right now, It's still tight. It's really tight. I made the right choice. No question. Final thought. That tightness told me personally, I need to do more leg work. I need to do more glute strengthening. The glutes are weak. And I know I've been doing less, focusing more on the upper body. I know my weaknesses. I know I'm going to be honest with myself or I'm never going to achieve what I want to. So yeah, I've left a few leg workouts out. I got to put them back in. Final story. I love this one. Used to ride with some pretty amazing cyclists. One former pro cyclist. We were out for a ride and we were just talking about this type of stuff and over training and knowing when to say when. And he said, yeah, had a Saturday morning where I was going out with a big pack of pro cyclists for a hundred mile bike ride. And he said, we got out, we started riding and... You ride with these guys, they go slow at first and then they're gone. But they have a warm up. And he said, during the warm up, they were riding, they'd only ridden for a couple minutes. And one of the guys turned around and said, I'm going home. And this guy said, Why? And he said, Don't have it today. I need to rest. That's a pro cyclist. Know when to say when. You have to learn your body and you have to listen to your body. And again, I'm all about pushing yourself. I'm all about challenging your body, but you don't want to get hurt, and you want to be able to train the next day. All right, that's it. Really important. I I, I love and and hate the word luck. The whole concept of it's so easy. Oh, it's your genetics. Oh, it's luck. I always say, listen, I got five controlled experiments known as brothers that I can offer up (laughs) for a little evidence against the luck and genetics theory, but I digress and we're done. All right, Tom H. Fit is Instagram. Tom H. Fit is Twitter. Love to hear from you. Reach out. Questions, comments, please. Brand new feed. So, Uh, subscribe, follow, rate, comment, whatever you can do to support. Greatly appreciated Apple Podcasts I want. Uh, My goal is to build that back up to where Fitness Disrupted was. Uh, And you can go to teamholland.com or fitnessdisrupted.com. Email me through the site. (sighs) More studies, more interviews coming up. But I love these fit tips too. You Take all these fit tips, you put them together, you're gonna get in amazing shape because I'm only going to bring you the best information so we can all live our best lives because there's three things we all control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our state of mind, and that, my friends, is awesome. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. Believe in yourself, and I leave you with Lane on my radio show a few years ago. I want to tell you how fortunate you are to have someone like Tom just trying to help you to have a better life.